Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. And we start out with wheat. Indian wheat export ban, China sign trade deal with Brazil, humanitarian export corridors. It's been another week of speculation and disinformation perpetrated by the newswires, which set the algorithms racing and prices on a downward spiral. Chart managers pointed to overbought conditions and technical selling, whilst consumers inevitably disappeared without trace. Farm selling accelerated as the fear of missing out on the higher prices set in, adding to the price decline. In these unprecedented times, it's difficult to determine fair value where fear and greed dominate. But it is important to remember that markets do not go in one direction forever and are susceptible to any change in the narrative. The will-they-won't-they story on Indian exports took another twist when the Indian Commerce Minister commented they saw no reason to lift their wheat export ban, except for government-to-government business, as it becomes apparent that their crop size has been adversely affected by the drought. Reports that China had bought Brazilian corn was food for the bears and was followed up by the news that the two countries had agreed on the necessary protocols to facilitate further trade. The US market interpreted this as competition for their corn, but the reality is that China is in effect replacing the Ukrainian corn it isn't getting, and not that there's more corn actually in the world. Indeed, the question we should be asking is where does the EU source the 15 million metric tonnes of corn imports that mainly comes from the Ukraine and Brazil? Meanwhile, the Brazilian corn crop continues to endure drought conditions amid lower crop forecasts, and whilst US maize weekly plantings made rapid progress from 22% to 49%, this is still well behind the 79% average and 89% last year, and with further wet weather in the forecast. Probably the biggest curveball was reports circulated on newswires attributed to the Russian Deputy Foreign Minister that Russia would allow a humanitarian corridor for exports. Unfortunately, the story omitted the most pertinent point that this would need to be in return for the lifting of sanctions, which is extremely unlikely. Another pearl was the story that the UK's Royal Navy would be providing safe passage for Ukrainian exports through the Bosporus, again denied which would anyway need agreement from Turkey, a major buyer of Russian grain. The latest report is that China has requested a green corridor for Russian and Ukrainian exports, which is very charitable of them now that they've tied up their supply needs with Brazil, unless we forget Russia at the Winter Olympics just prior to the Russian invasion. Now, there'll be major twists and turns and rumours in the coming weeks and months, but there are clearly major concerns regarding global food shortages, which will be exacerbated the longer the war continues. Things could actually worsen if current weather issues in Western Europe, Brazil, Argentina, the US, Canada, Africa and the Middle East add to the already tight global stock situation. Moving on to malting barley. Rain benefits UK crop, improved spring barley prospects and France on track to start harvest in June. Further rain in the last week has continued to benefit the UK spring and winter malting barley crops. Macro selling of stock shares and most commodities has caused a significant reduction in world grain values this week. Often the selling is triggered not by a trader but by algorithms, which are programmed to scan Reuters reports and automatically issue selling or buying orders to world future markets. With the wheat futures down this week, technically the new crop malting premium over feed has increased, 
but that will only be temporary, for with improved spring barley prospects, other malting barley growers are now selling new crop at the still historically record high prices and premiums, with more trading in the last week than for some time. If the feed grain market remains on the defensive, the malting premiums will narrow and further reduce. And don't forget the whole grain complex still contains a war premium, which will come out when any ceasefire agreement is reached. All prices remain vulnerable to further losses, whereas it's difficult to see what could make them increase again whilst the crop development remains as it is now. Northern France, Germany and Denmark have had the same good rain as the UK in the last week, so France remains on track to start its winter malting barley harvest next month. Oilseed rape. Humanitarian corridor in Ukraine for vessels carrying food, veg oil demand rationing and Indonesian palm oil. Markets were down yesterday with Matif rapeseed falling to a seven-week low. This followed the news that Russia is ready to provide a humanitarian corridor for vessels carrying food to leave Ukraine. This created prospects of resumption of sun oil shipments, a development that could ease tightness in global edible oil supplies. But it's all dependent on the West agreeing to lift some sanctions. Time will tell. Prices of the major vegetable oils have eased from all-time highs in recent weeks, which is mainly due to severe demand rationing. Importers are now hoping for increasing Indonesian palm oil exports following the lifting of the export ban on the 23rd of May, which will help to ease supply. The day after lifting the export ban, Indonesia put in place a policy of mandatory sales to the local market at a certain price level, known as Domestic Market Obligation DMO. This was in effect to secure their supply of vegetable oil, although there's uncertainty about the details, which is adding volatility to the market. The Public Investment Bank said the latest policy will reduce Indonesia's palm oil supply in the global market, but more palatable than the entire shipments being banned. Exporters have held back on shipments as they await details on the latest rules. If they don't start before the end of May, there are concerns that storage tanks will be full and the industry will grind to a halt. The demand for soy oil has plunged in China, the world's biggest user, as lockdowns to prevent the spread of COVID-19 have shut restaurants and canteens. This is creating questions about the demand for imported beans and concerns overgrowth in the wider economy as the government's COVID policy is pushing China equity markets lower. Our £5 storage contract for Crop 2022 Harvest Movement is still available, providing a cost-effective way to extend marketing opportunities beyond the harvest window. And with harvest getting closer, you can contact your open field farm business manager for more information. Finally, a couple of prices. Oilseed rape, unfortunately June 22, not available. November 22, 775 to 785. November 23, 655 to 665. And that's what we have for you today. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.